discipleship and encouragement for God's people in the BFC family. So glad you've joined us today. Our reading today is going to come from Romans 8, verses 14 through 17. And the word of the Lord says this, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him, in order that we may also be glorified with him. This is the word of the Lord. I want to talk to you today about assurance that comes from the Holy Spirit. This is a reading that's taken for Pentecost. Uh, You are probably aware of the fact that yesterday, Sunday, was Pentecost Sunday. It's the birthday of the church. It's the day that we remember the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. One of our unique privileges as Christians is that we have help from the inside, something the Old Testament believers did not always have. Some of them did have it, but most of them did not. They had to get their help from the outside. But in our dispensation, in God's dealing with us, in this time, he has poured out the Holy Spirit into the heart of each believer, each one who is a believer. And so the text that we have before it opens up by saying that all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. It's very easy and natural for us to ask the question, how do I know that I really have the Spirit of God? Well, he says, first of all, the first evidence that you have the Spirit of God is the fact that you're being led by the Spirit of God. That the Spirit of God is at work inside of you that he's directing your life, that he's calling your attention to Scripture, that he's giving you a hunger for God and for his word. He's leading you toward a specific goal that God has for you. And his goal for every believer is exactly the same. The Bible tells us that he has predestined us to be conformed to the image of his Son. In other words, the Holy Spirit is at work inside of us, moving us toward Christ-likeness. And our text goes on to tell us in the next verse that there is an evidence of this, that this is how he does it, that this is something he does for us. And the text says in verse 15, you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Here's one of the great and wonderful works that the Holy Spirit does for us. He takes away our fear that God has not accepted us. The Holy Spirit's never the one who causes us to fear that God somehow will not keep his promise to save those of us who have put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Far from it, that fear comes from the devil. But the Holy Spirit is at work inside of us, Uh, making us be sure and giving us this assurance that we have received a spirit of adoption, that we've been adopted as God's sons. In other words, he is progressively moving us towards certainty and assurance in our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. He's giving us a deeper and deeper security of our position in Christ. Now, how does he do that? 
Well, he does that by making Christ increasingly real to us as we trust and obey what the Bible tells us. We might have a very mistaken idea that somehow he gives us this insurance, you know, by plunking us on the head with a magic wand so that one day all of our fears just magically disappear and we have this sense of peace and assurance. Well, if he's done that for you, you should thank him for it. But that isn't usually how it happens. The usual way that we get this assurance that the Holy Spirit leads us into is through this life of trusting and obeying. And what happens as we do that is that Christ becomes increasingly real to us, increasingly alive. Our relationship becomes a well-formed relationship between two individuals, Christ and me. And that happens through a long experience of the Lord. And the Holy Spirit is at work through us and through our lives to produce that in us. And that's why he says in verse 16 that the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we're children of God. He gives us this peace progressively as we walk with Christ. And in this way, he bears witness with our spirit that we're children of God. And if we're children, that we're heirs with Christ. In other words, that everything that Christ has inherited has become ours. Why? Because this coming of the Spirit puts us in living union with Christ, so that all that belongs to him becomes ours, simply because we are baptized in, we're sealed into him by the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, we may have another very mistaken idea. And that idea is that because we're in this living union with Christ, because the Spirit lives in us, suddenly we'll have no more problems in life. From now on, everything will just be a bowl of cherries, that everything will just go along, and that if anything goes wrong in our lives, then something must have gone wrong, that either God isn't keeping his promises or we've done something wrong. But the Scripture never promises that kind of life. It's an interesting thing, isn't it, that we expect that kind of life, but when we read our Bibles, we don't see examples of that, even in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. There was suffering in Christ's life. The suffering of the cross could not be avoided. And so we need not think that, and I think that's why the Apostle Paul, in the latter part of verse 17, puts in this phrase. He said, We are heirs, we are fellow heirs with Christ, heirs of God, provided that we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. And what he really is telling us is simply this, that in this experience we have of God walking with him every day, we will suffer with him now in order that we may be glorified with him later. So suffering is part of the deal. And as strange as it sounds, suffering is the program. It's the training program that makes Christ come alive to us as we're following him. And so here's some assurance for your soul. If you've put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, you have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will be at work in you. And he will be at work in you causing you to be conformed progressively into the image of Jesus and bringing assurance to your soul in a deeper and more profound way as you walk through this world with Jesus. So let's pray. 
Father, we thank you for the fact that you have given us this promise, this assurance that the Holy Spirit will be bringing us into a deeper and deeper security in our relationship with you, more and more firm every day as we walk with you that Christ is our Savior, that you have accepted us for Jesus' sake. Thank you for this. Help us to enter fully into this and rest in it. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us again today. Remember, if you've put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Spirit is at work in you to bring you that full assurance that's promised. Have a great day.